This is Tales from the Road with Rick Lavoy, the official podcast of www.ricklavoy.com. Hello, this is Rick Lavoy, and welcome to our third podcast on ricklavoy.com. Speaking to you today from beautiful Cape Cod, Massachusetts. You know, it's been said that anticipation enhances expectation, and anticipation generally wins. That is, when we anticipate an event, our eagerness causes us to develop unrealistically high expectations, and the event itself seldom lives up to our lofty hopes and dreams. If you reflect upon the major events in your life, you'll see that the much-anticipated event often was a bit of a letdown. Your expectations were simply too high. I remember well how anticlimactic my much-anticipated first plane ride was when I flew home to New England from a Montana trip to visit my Air Force officer brother when I was 17. I remember being sorely disappointed by my junior prom and my surprise when I viewed Plymouth Rock for the first time. For those of you not from the East Coast, it's simply a hunk of granite surrounded by a metal fence under a somewhat tacky stone gazebo. Yes, life can disappoint. However, there are times when our lofty expectations are met and actually exceeded. Times when an event is even more wonder-filled than we had anticipated. A 1967 Bob Dylan concert, my first game at Fenway Park, and our son's weddings come to mind. Over the past weekend, I had a reality trumps expectations moment when I delivered the commencement address at the renowned Purnell School in Pottersville, New Jersey. I had known Purnell by reputation for decades. In fact, I had referred many former students to the school and Purnell never disappointed. I knew of many nervous, anxious, and in some cases wounded young ducklings who entered the school as shy freshmen only to be graduated four years later as confident and competent swans. The caring and supportive environment at Purnell allowed these girls to experience genuine and meaningful success in the classroom, the dormitory, and on the playing field. The demanding but highly individualized curriculum provided these girls with the academic skills to succeed in post-secondary programs. Perhaps more importantly, Purnell's extraordinary residential and extracurricular programs gave these young women the social skills and emotional strength to become well-rounded and dynamic individuals. I was very eager to see Purnell in action, and I must admit a bit bit of trepidation as I drove down Pottersville Road. Would the school be the vibrant, caring, nurturing program that I had long imagined it to be? Within minutes after after I arrived, I recognized that my expectations would be met and probably exceeded. The grounds were alive with 35 soon-to-graduate seniors, their adoring underclassmen friends, the proud families, and Purnell's remarkable staff. Preparations for the day's events were in full swing. A huge party tent was readied to protect the 500 audience members from the predicted morning rains. Underclass girls practiced the chorus of Let There Be Peace on Earth that they would sing to their departing friends at the end of the ceremony. Parents and grandparents shared coffee and conversation with Purnell faculty. The maintenance and kitchen personnel were completing the last-minute details that are crucial to the success of such an event. A few babies cried, a few siblings tossed frisbees around the open field, people jostled for the best prime seats right up front, the campus dogs wandered the grounds making new friends and receiving a donut or two from the guests, but the guests of honor, the seniors, were nowhere to be seen. I was ushered into the office of Purnell's charismatic head of school, Jennifer Fox. Jennifer is in her third year of her tenure as Purnell's leader after a distinguished career in several other independent schools. She truly seemed to have found a home at Purnell, and she embraced the school's long-standing mission by providing girls with the knowledge, skill, self-esteem, and confidence that they'll need in order to succeed in college. 
The school's vision, philosophy, and mission are based on three concepts which are the underpinnings of the school's residential and academic program. Number one, consideration for others. Number two, truthfulness in all relations. And number three, the use of common sense. This simple but profound worldview has enabled generations of Purnell graduates to succeed in their college pursuits and beyond. I had served as an administrator in independent special education schools for nearly 30 years, and when people with similar experiences get together, we tend to speak a language that few other understand. So it was with my meeting with Jennifer. We swapped stories, adventures, and experiences, and she discussed Purnell's graduating seniors, and her pride in them and their progress was obvious. She spoke of Purnell's extraordinary staff and the support of the parents. She also told me of the Affinities Program, which is at the core of the school's philosophy. The Affinities Program allows students to identify, analyze, and examine their individual strengths, needs, and skills. The curriculum provides the girls with opportunities to enhance their self-awareness through numerous surveys, activities, and discussions. The field of secondary education pays great homage to the concept of self-advocacy. We recognize that the college student and the entry-level employee whose experienced learning challenges must be willing and able to advocate for himself at the college or in the workplace. He must be able to determine and to explain the adjustments or modifications that he'll need in order to enjoy success and progress. However, we often forget that self-knowledge must precede self-advocacy. That is, the young adult must fully understand his own individual needs and abilities before he can effectively explain them to others. This important concept is fully understood and embraced at Purnell. Each graduating student departs the campus with a deep and genuine understanding of her learning style, her personality, her temperament, and her interests. She knows her limitations and her capabilities. She knows what she's good at, and she also understands her needs and weaknesses. What a valuable and indispensable gift to give a young lady as she enters the challenging world of post-secondary education. After my meeting with Jennifer, I headed for the tent to witness the graduation ceremony. It was then that the mystery of the missing seniors was solved. The 35 graduates were lining up in the great room of the administrative building. No caps, no gowns, no traditional regalia. The girls were dressed in long white dresses, except for the beautiful young girl from Korea who elected to dress in a traditional Asian kimono, and each one wore an identical wide-brimmed sunbonnet festooned with a royal blue ribbon. The young ladies were of various sizes, shapes, and colors and backgrounds, but as they hugged, giggled, and interacted as they formed the processional line, they seemed to be as sisters. Four years of adventures, exploits, failures, achievements, victories, defeats, enrichments, embarrassments, joys, and jealousies were soon to come to an end. Tomorrow morning, these girls would awaken in their homes in Seoul, Korea, in Greenwich, Connecticut, in Colorado, in Texas, in New York City, in California. Their high school years would be relegated to memories. Their relationships with their Purnell friends would be reduced to emails and phone calls that will eventually decrease in frequency and intensity. They will move on to greater challenges and will return to Purnell at reunions, homecomings, and often in their thoughts when they reflect on the strengths that they gathered from one another and the extraordinary staff that walks Purnell's halls. The graduation ceremony was heartfelt and wonderful. Each girl was brought to center stage and the senior advisor listed her accomplishments, awards, and activities. Beyond the typical drama, softball, and academic awards, several girls were cited for their volunteer work at an African orphanage. What an extraordinary experience and extraordinary contribution for a young girl.
I gave my speech. I think it went well. Because the event was halfway between Mother's Day and Father's Day, I paid particular tribute to the parents in the audience. I reminded the graduates of the support, encouragement, and love that Mom and Dad had freely given them to make the day possible. As a commencement speaker, I was also expected to offer some sort of advice, and so I offered the following. Compliment at least three people every day. Return whatever you borrow. Keep secrets. Donate blood. Always buy lemonade from any kid selling it in his driveway, but don't drink it. Lend only the books you never care to see again. Use seatbelts. Say no to drugs, but also to hate, racism, sexism, and violence. Let people know what you stand for and what you won't stand for. Be a good loser. Be a good winner. Never shop for groceries when you're hungry. Wave to kids on school buses. Remember, real generosity is doing something nice for someone who'll never find out. Choose a job you love and you'll never work a day in your life. Take chances. If you're walking on thin ice, you might as well dance. Shower the people you love with love. Never tell anyone that they look tired. Be a leader. Unless you're the lead sled dog, the scenery never changes. If your life has no failures, you didn't take enough chances. There are no unimportant jobs or unimportant people. There is no right way to do the wrong thing. Never judge a day until the evening. Have a friend who owns a truck. Refill empty ice cube trays. Watch the sun rise at least once every year. Pat your dog every time you pass him. And give yourself a nickname before someone else does. And if you take the last cup of coffee, at least take the pot off the burner. You know, there are thousands of high schools across the country that graduated tens of thousands of students over these past June weekends. The Pernell graduation was only one of them. Each of these ceremonies is special and serves as an unforgettable hallmark and rite of passage for the graduates and their families. The 35 young women who graduated from Pernell had received love, affection, support, and encouragement during their high school years. As a result, many of them will be entering the helping professions and are enrolling in college programs to prepare them to become teachers, social workers, and medical professionals. In the words of educational pioneer Carl Manager, that which society does to children, they will in turn do to society. Until next time, with every good wish, this is Rick LaVoy. Rick LaVoy's book, It's So Much Work to Be Your Friend, Helping the Child with Learning Disabilities Find Social Success, is available at bookstores across the country and online at Amazon.com. For more information about Rick, his work, and his schedule of appearances, visit www.ricklavoy.com.